welcome to the first episode you guys so i started recording at 11 11 p.m yes i am up <laughs> i need to be asleep and that is why i sound this way my voice is done for today but you're gonna get what i got for you so just to give you a backdrop on who i am my name is Jaleesa Daniels. I am 27 years old. I am the owner of the Skin Fanatic Studio. I am a wife, mom, daughter, sister, friend, you name it. So, of course, we're going to talk about things that I mentioned in the trailer. And every episode is going to be pretty much different. But the end result is to connect and have solutions and have inspiration and have hope so this episode is going to be about intentionally believing and me discussing how I got into my studio and why I feel like how life can alter things to make you believe that you're not supposed to get the gifts and the blessing that God has and how I was able to continue on and actually be in my studio today. So keep listening and yeah. It's the third month for my studio being open. Let's give you a backstory. So I want to say this time last year, um, I started working at another salon, um, and we'll get more tea into that as we get into the podcast. So, I guess you can say it's a talk to me podcast. It's like it's girlfriends, the woman's. I right now Instagram is called Woman's Haven, but I just want it to be a safe place to talk about anything that we go through as women as humans and what we learned through those processes so anyway um a lot happened there um in the beginning it was great um as far as the energy as far as clientele um we'll get more into that too but it was great as far as energy and then on down the line the intuition started kicking in um the frustration started kicking in the anger started kicking in the fear and doubt and confusion was there um so it came to a point where it was like, listen, you have to jump or you going or you're going to drown, like because I had had a conversation with the owner and I thought it was a good conversation where it was a heart to heart. And I end up hugging her. But when she when I hugged her during the moment of vulnerability for her, because she was crying, 
She didn't hug me back. Very stiff. So I was like, okay, cool. In my head. And pretty much the conversation in it in a sense of she didn't expect it to go that way and you know she knew that I was leaving at that point to trust my intuition with God and to just do my thing so literally two days after that I had a series of panic attacks literally back to back to back I should have went to the hospital I had like, but I ended up telling my husband, I called my mom and my grandma. They came over and brought me some medicine for anxiety. And that did not work, okay? So I'm going to try my best not to cuss on here. But sometimes when I'm into stuff, I do. Let some things slip out, but I do not um, promote cursing, you know? But hey, I'm just going to be me. So, um... I was terrified. I was so terrified because I was like, God, am I going to die today? Like, I've ne- I've had panic attacks in the past, but I had never had panic attacks that last that long. I mean, the panic attacks started at 5 o'clock and didn't end to 12 o'clock that night. I had took the medicine. You know, after a while, I started feeling sleepy, but it would not calm down. I would turn on the bath water. I would breathe. I, I was trying so much. I was going outside, touching the grass with my feet. I was praying. I was, child, I was doing it, okay? I, I was trying every mechanism I could possibly think of to bring myself back and to calm down. Eventually, my mom and my grandma took the kids because they, of course, being kids. And then my husband would stay and just kept trying to make sure I was okay. So, of course, sweating had happened, hyperventilation. At this point, I'm like, yo, yeah, this is this it. But I eventually went to sleep. Um, next day, I woke up. Of course, you feel I felt totally out of it because my body had just I was tired. I went through all of those emotions, and then I was so scared that it was gonna happen again. Like I was on pins and needles. Like, oh my god, is it gonna happen again? Like I don't want to trigger anything. Like it was, just, it was crazy. Okay, so I was really not in a good place from that conversation, and I still had a month left there after that. So I was going through all of those motions, prepping to go into a new studio, having to buy things, mind you, buy stuff, get things together on top of already going through anxiety, not good. So I started going to a therapist because I was like, listen, you can't have me anxiety. I Like, this is not it. So... I was in not a good place at all. And, of course, when you're having those, like, so frequently, it it even if you don't want to be depressed, it puts you in a depressive state. And your mind goes everywhere. It goes, like, do I need to be here on Earth? Am I okay to be here on Earth? Like, you, you get my drift from what I'm trying to say. But, of course, 
I value my life and that's not something I see myself, you know, doing. But it's just the fact that those type of things put you in that headspace and it just makes you feel so weird and out of body. So I'm going through all of that. Still have a month there. And I'm still having to open up the new place. And everything I'm doing is coming out of my pocket. Like, I'm not getting any loans. I'm not getting any kind of assistance from anybody. I'm not asking for help. So, even though I had my husband and, you know, my mom and my grandma and my loving kids and stuff, I felt in a alone place. So, I had to do a lot of talking with God through this and reading my Bible and, you know, understanding a a spiritual side of things and just getting a grip. So, let's fast forward because, of course, I told you I'm going to tell you the backstory on another podcast, but, um, another episode, but, so I finally get to be inside of my studio. So by then, my anxiety, and when I said about the episodes, I still had some anxiety attacks that happened throughout that month that I was there, and then the first month of me being open in my studio. And thank God, I really have not had a panic. I really can't remember the last time I had one. I don't think I had one in like a month and a half now, almost two months, if not two months. And that's good <laughs> because it was like happening every week. So, um, during this time, all of those emotions could have granted me to just say, forget it, drop it, go back into a depressive state. Um, you don't really, ha- I mean, you don't have to work in the sense of, you know, the bills are paid for. And my husband is always supportive of me and making sure that I'm okay. So, I could have went back into that dependent state. I could have went back and said, forget it. This is too much. I can't do this. This is not meant for me. All these bad things are happening. And this is not the way to go. But I had to snap out of that because it's always something inside of me. And I'm pretty sure for anyone listening, they might feel this same thing. It's something always inside of you telling you about the greatness, telling you that it's there. It's telling you something always reminding you that it's a reason why you're still getting up. It's a reason why, you know, you're able to find the light at the end of this. It's a reason why. And I had to keep talking to myself. I had to keep affirming myself. I had to keep reading the word and replacing my words with God's words and reminding myself that I came from a creator. I came from a place where... The creator created all of these magnificent things and how people are able to have the things and the desires on their heart because he gave it to them. And I had to realize that I am too a part of that. And I cannot let those anxiety attacks or the enemy to take that away from me because it's my birthright. And I had to realize that it doesn't matter what you're feeling on the emotional on an emotional level or what you think your circumstances is 
belief in God and being intentional about the steps you make to get to where you're going because you know he gave you that vision, you have to keep pushing. You have to keep going regardless of the fear. Like, I I was still pushing, y'all. Do y'all not get it? I was still pushing even through all of that. Like, this was current. Still seeing people. And, you know, when you have people and you, you see clients stuff, you have this energy. You still have to worry about protecting yourself with that, too. So, y'all, excuse me, because I'm grateful. And, um... I'm just grateful. So, uh, being atti- so, being intentional and believing will bring you so far. Me and my husband was playing a game, and he was like, uh, one of the questions were, um, what is something you admire? What are three things you admire about me? And one of the things he said was, it doesn't matter what could be going on or how I'm feeling I'm always he said I'm fearless I'm always gonna go towards I'm like fearless like babe how am I fearless like I am sensitively fearful <laughs> of a lot of things that's what it feels like but of course at the heart I cannot operate that way because I don't come from fear, I come from love. And I never thought about that. I was like, wow. It was like, everything that you say you want to do or everything you talk about, somehow, it don't matter how long it takes or whatever, you go for it, you attack it. And, you know, I don't look at those things that way. And I have clients that say, oh, wow, you know, you're doing so good. And friends say, oh, my God, you're doing so good. I'm so proud of you. And I'm like, Really? Not like saying it in a bad way, but I'm like, I'm just, I'm just having a relationship with God, and I'm just going through the emotions and believing in my, my intuition, believing in myself, and believing in my heart, and believing, and being intentional along the way because of life, you know, things that happen in life and the positions you're put in, it's just, it's just my life. I don't really think of, or take a moment, sit back, and just be like, okay. X, Y, and Z, be proud of this because this is booming and this is what's going on. But no, like, I'm doing this because it's, this is my life. This is really like my life. Um, so, yeah, it just made me be like, you know, even when you have fear and even when you have doubts, always remember to be intentional about what you're doing and believe. Believe it doesn't matter. Have crazy belief. If you can see it in a vision, it block out anything and say you can't. Block it out. Even those closest to me have said things that were like, "Are you serious?" Like I know you support me in this area of my life and you love me deeply, but that on the line with everything in my life because. You shouldn't be saying that. So you, when people that close to you do that, you have to be that person to push yourself through that. So we're going into our 20th minute. So I'm going to give myself, make sure I don't go over 30 minutes. But um, 
And then I also have clients that come in that be like, I don't know what it is, but as soon as I walk through your door, something, you know, just clicks. And I love this space. I love the setup. This is what I needed. You're doing something so great. All of these reassurance coming from complete strangers. Well, of course, when they walk through the door, at first they're a stranger. But once they come in to me, they're no longer a stranger. And I'm so grateful for them. But it's because everything before y'all got to that door was intentional. Everything you, everything that you see and everything that I pour out was intentional. And because of God. Because I believe that he could pull it off. And I and when people and I guess when people say, Oh my god, I'm proud of you that I be I don't really react because it be in the most humble way. It'd be like you don't even know what I know that God knows that I don't know is <laughs> to come. And I'm just grateful because I could have just sat in those past moments and dwelled in that. You know, because of how paralyzing depression and anxiety is, but you're paralyzing your mouth and what your your mindset is. Don't let the ego get away. You gotta feed yourself. Like people don't think about the music they listen to, the social media that they reading, and the people that they hang around, and things that they're consuming. All of that contributes to what's in your mind on top of having to relearn relearn or get out of whatever negative stuff happened in your upbringing or whatever negative stuff happened to you. You have to constantly feed your mind every day, just like you feed your mouth with your food. You got to constantly feed your mind every day. And I, and I don't do it all the time as far as like, religiously I guess the best word to say but I do it as often as I see fit or that I can put it in or whatever the notion is but it's so important because even after all of that and I open up my own studio and I have my own business I still have to continue to feed myself because You got to be so bold going into different levels in life. And being bold don't just happen overnight. So, I said all of that to say, it does not matter what circumstances are going on in your life. Or what tools and mechanisms are thrown at you to hinder you or to stop you. You are powerful because God is your creator. He's your friend, your partner, your um, <laughs> everything. Um, your lawyer, your sidekick. Well, you're his sidekick, but because uh, what you do is going to be for his purpose in the end, to be honest. And that is why when people come to my studio, I pray with them and I do affirmations with them if they want. Because I, I always want God to have a part of my stuff. Because it's important to know. And you never know who who might need prayer, who has never been prayed for or haven't been prayed for in a long time. And that's important to me. So, 
I say this to say, be powerful, be intentional, because you can be. You can be. It's as simple as just do it. Don't take 10 seconds to change your mind. Just do it. Just like them dishes that you see that you don't want to do and you take 10 seconds to be like, I'll do them later. No, just do it because them 10 seconds going to haunt you the rest of the night because you didn't do them. So stop letting stuff haunt you and do it. Just do it. Even if you cry and feel miserable through the process of trying to pick yourself up, I don't care. Cry, scream, kick, whatever. But you better start talking to yourself as you are your own friend. As if you love yourself and keep going because if you believe and you trust God with it in the right time, in the right season, it'll come. And especially when you set your intentions and know your purpose and your why and you set them intentions, they're going to feel it. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to have that purpose behind it. And it's going to make life that much more digestible. That much more easier to do. Because life ain't easy, but it just... When you start learning tricks and hacks of how to go about life, it makes it a bit easier. So, I hope y'all got something out of that. Um, That felt great to do this. Um, A lot of people say I should write a book or you should talk to people. But I'd be like, really? Me? What? So, this is me doing it. Thank you so much for listening, and y'all have a great night. I'm going to bed because I definitely got clients in the morning. I love you. If no one's told you that they love you, God loves you, and you got this.